Hey everyone, welcome back to this week's episode of The Strategist. I'm Fallon Fulce. And for those of you who are new to me, I help business professionals transform their current job into their dream career by creating success-focused workspaces and mindsets so that they can achieve their goals. And along those notes, if you are new to me, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here. And I also want to invite you and even some of the uh, listeners that I already have, if you're not in there already, I've got a Facebook group called Success Focused Workspaces and Mindset. And you can request to join. It is a private group, but in there, we have a lot more in-depth conversations about the week's topic and just a little bit more support for you there. So looking forward to seeing you in that group if you're not there already. So to get started with today's episode, the topic for this week is talking about decluttering your office. Now, A lot of us immediately, at least for me, I know for years, I immediately went to thinking of this as take all your stuff out of your office and leave nothing but empty shelves and your laptop. And that couldn't be further from the truth because there you have to have stuff in your office. I mean, it's just a part of life, just like you have to have stuff in your house. It's not just this all or nothing cold, nothing left, like get rid of 50% of what you own type thing. Now, there is something to say for that because there's so much stuff that we have that we really probably don't really need. But regardless, a lot of people go immediately to this physical aspect of decluttering. And while that's huge, and I think that's really, really necessary, there's so many people out there that you can follow and see like how to declutter and do all of those things. So that's not really what we're going to talk about today. Although I will give you a challenge or exercise at the end of this that will kind of help you kickstart if you are procrastinating. Where are my fellow procrastinators out there? Raise your hands. Yep, that's me. Um, but I will give you a little bit of a challenge that you can do to really kickstart the decluttering process if that's something that you're struggling with starting. Because I know that's one of the biggest things for me. I procrastinate around starting it. And because, honestly, it's because it's so big. You know, you think of the entire big picture of all the things that you really need to do in your office, in your home. And then we just end up not starting. And so whenever we are struggling with that, It can be really easy to break it down into bite-sized pieces. So stay tuned to the end and I will give you that challenge at the end. But getting beyond just the physical aspects of things. Let's go back to kind of some of the previous episodes where I've talked about everything is a vibration. Everything has a frequency. So down to the molecular level, even the things that are solid around us aren't really solid. They're made up of molecules that are interacting with you, interacting with other things around it. And they just appear to us as solid because obviously we can't see down to that microscopic level with the human eye. And so whenever we have, you know, things happen in our office. Like let's say we had a really heated discussion with one of our employees or one of our coworkers and we had a disagreement and 
that all happened in your space. Well, what do you think that sound coming from people's voices and emotions are? They are also vibrations. That's the whole thing of like how your voice works is you, your body is vibrating different organs in your throat to actually produce a sound. And so what is that's doing is creating this frequency that's put out into your office and that is absorbed by and interacts with the solid physical things, the air around you, all of it, your body, whenever that happens, it all interacts on a molecular level with each other. And it's this vibration that is really impacting, like if it's a negative thing that is said, then that negative vibration is affecting the things in your office. And so a lot of times when this is happening, this can build up over years because a lot of people, again, when they think of decluttering, they don't think of all of the events that have happened in their office as being still in their office. But things over time, like one negative conversation in your office is not going to cause this, you know, buildup of horrible energy in your office. That's not how that works. It's just this over time, over and over and over again, if you're continuing to have these negative conversations, if you're continuing to find yourself with negative thought patterns and the way that you talk about yourself even in your office is negative or like you're putting yourself down, all of these things, like when that happens in our space over time, this builds up and it causes the space to just feel really low energy. And most people think that it's only related to the physical items in their office. So they never address this side of it. So removing physical things in your office and taking things out that you don't need, that's great. But if you also don't address it on the next layer of these negative emotions and negative vibrations that have been happening in your office, then you can clean and have the most beautiful office, but it will never feel light, never feel airy, and never feel like it's set up so that you can move forward and be successful in your career. So this is just, you know, one, I'll give you probably maybe, let's see, I'll give you two and then we'll see if another one comes to mind. But one thing that I do very frequently, probably at least once a week, I try to, at least every two weeks, I'm pretty much doing this. I take a small spray bottle, um, I forget the number of ounces it is, but it's it's one of those that's probably less than four inches high, maybe two inches round. Um, I don't know what that equates to in ounces, but whatever. And so take a little small spray bottle. You can put 15 to 20 drops of essential oils. Make sure it's high quality. I use Young Living. Um, there is a link in my website that you can go check that out. I don't do that because that's something I 
make a whole lot of money at. It's just something that I enjoy doing. And so it's there if that's something that you want to go check out. Um, it's one of the really good, pure sources of essential oil. So you don't have to go and search for that. So one, the two oils I like to use, maybe three, two oils. One is orange oil. Orange oil itself has a very high frequency whenever you measure the actual vibration of the orange oil itself. Um, there's been you know science behind all of that. I won't get into that, but that is a higher vibration, vibrational oil. And what's great about it is it literally smells like you just peeled an orange in your office. So I know that there's a lot of places out there, especially in corporate settings, where they get all weird about what scents you have and have different rules and restrictions of when you, what you can and can't do in your office. So orange oil is great because it literally smells like you just peeled an orange in your office and they can't get mad at you for peeling an orange in your office. At least I hope not. Um, so I like to use that. And another one that I like to use if, you know, scents are not a restricted thing in your office space is like Palo Santo is a really good high vibration, um, a little bit more grounding energy in that. And then also, um, I like to kind of mix that one with a little bit of lavender just to soften it a little bit. Um, so those are kind of the three oils that I'll use in an office situation just as a go-to. I may use other things as I feel necessary. So don't just limit yourself to that if your intuition is telling you, like, I need to use something different. Um, but orange is great. Palo Santo mixed with a little bit of lavender. It smells divine. So anyways, so what I do is I put 15 to 20 drops of that into that little spritzer bottle and I fill the rest up with water. And I try to make it to where it's purified water, to where it's as pure as possible. Because obviously you're using this to clear. So you don't want to clear things with negative or not negative, but just like stuff that doesn't need to be in there anyways. So I mix the water with the drops of essential oil, 15 to 20. And I will shake up the spray bottle and just go around the room and spraying along the edges of the room, especially paying attention to the corners of the room because uh, for some reason it tends to just feel like that's where stuff like stagnates and collects. So I'll go around and spray my office, you know, not directly on the wall, but just like near the edges of it. Uh, you don't want to leave traces of essential oils on your walls. So just kind of spritz it around, get under your desk, in the corners of your desk, underneath it, um, and just anywhere that's kind of a closed space type feeling. Like even if you want to get crazy and open up all the drawers and doors and whatever, just, you know, do what feels right. So that's one way. I like to do that occasionally. It's kind of, it's a really good way to just keep things light and feeling good. Um, because the other thing too, the aspect of it is when we actually smell the different frequency and you smell that essential oil, it will in you trigger a actual chemical response in your body where you're going to smell it. And that smell is translated in your brain 
as a signal to your body. And when that's happening, especially when it is a good smell, where it's that higher frequency oil or smell, it's going to cause your body to feel like it can relax, that it can, it doesn't have to produce the cortisol, it doesn't have to produce the stress, um, which cortisol is the stress hormone. And it signals your adrenal glands to calm down. It triggers a nervous system response whenever you have this essential oil or scent that is calming you down. Um, and so it's kind of like a dual benefit. And it also helps when other people come in the room too. But what it's doing is it is taking that negative vibration of all of the people and things and conversations that have come into your office and it's shifting it. So it's taking that lower frequency and bringing it up to the higher frequencies so that way you can be more able to think clearly, to not be so bogged down by the things that have happened in your past. So that's a really good go-to that I like to use um, pretty frequently, once a week at least, um, or even after you've had that particularly difficult conversation because we need to have those conversations we need to have confrontation it, it's part of work it's part of just how things happen and it's healthy and so when that happens we need a way to clear it and to move on from it so after you have those difficult conversations in your office just keep that little spritzer bottle full in your desk drawer take it out and spray it again do it again it doesn't matter if you've done it five times in a week or once a week or once a month. You know, whatever frequency feels good to you, do that. So that's one. It's one way that I really enjoy doing a little bit of clearing in the office to where it raises that frequency. The other thing that I really like to do, which is a little bit more difficult, which is why I didn't really go with it as the first option, but the other thing I love to do is to use sound. And this is doing the same exact thing. It is changing the frequency of the space where it's releasing those negative vibrations and bringing them up into that higher vibe. So there are two ways you can do it. One way is actually having tinksha bells or some sort of Tibetan singing bowl or some sort of bell, some sort of like metal type object that you can create sound from. And what that's doing is it is raising the frequency of the space. It's basically like uh, taking that negative vibration. And we talked about this a little bit on the last episode where we talked about um, creating like a dissonance where it's the low note that's being played in your external and internal is the higher frequency and allowing bringing up the higher frequency of your space in order for you to really have that success and so that's what that metal is doing it's bringing it up to that higher frequency so sometimes this is a little difficult to do in an office situation without drawing a whole lot of attention um if you have no problem doing it and your office mates are cool with it, or maybe you come in on a weekend or stay late when no one's here and do that. Um, the other really good thing to do too, if you don't have access to something metal, you always have access to your fingers. At least most people do. Um, but you can snap, clap, 
make some sort of noise um, while doing that. So you can go around the room and just snap, like snap in the corners, snap along the wall, snap. And it seems kind of crazy, but what it's doing is it's breaking up that negative vibration so that it can bring it up to the higher frequencies. So those are two of my favorite go-tos for an office because office clearings get a little bit tricky because you can't always use the normal, like when you think of space clearing, you can, you don't always have the opportunity to use the traditional sage or candle or those kinds of things, incense, um, to make that happen. So those are two really easy ways that you can more frequently change that vibration in your office. That way you can let that past go and you can set yourself up for success. And so that's a really good, easy way to do some energetic decluttering in your office rather than do it from a um, physical standpoint. Now, the other thing that aspect of decluttering that I don't think it's talked about enough is digital decluttering. Digital decluttering is something that most people in the past you know, 20 years ago, that wasn't a big deal. You didn't have enough space on memory on your computer to even have that much junk stuff. But now today, it's so easy. It's so easy to just pile it up, pile it up. So that is one place that I challenge you. And this is not the challenge, but this one place that I challenge you to go into and spend some time clearing that out because if we allow it to you know continually build up then that's weighing us down too the problem is is we can't physically see that but emotionally we feel it because how many of you have a really nasty email that you received or sent in your past that's sitting in your outlook folders That's filed away where you're just, you know, just in case you ever need it. How many years has it been sitting there and you have not needed it? That's holding with it an energetic vibration that's impacting you. Digital clutter can have just as much of an impact, if not more, than our physical space. Because it's carrying with it all this emotional charges And all of our, you know, how I was talking about the past weighing you down. Well, that is weighing you down. The awful thing is, is that it carries with you everywhere you go. How many of you spend more than an hour or two without your laptop during the day? Maybe some of you leave it at work at night, but I know a lot of us probably bring it home too. So you are carrying all of that with you everywhere you go. So why not lighten the load? Allow yourself to rise and allow yourself that space to be successful. If we are weighed down so much by the things in our past that we're not allowing ourselves to spread our wings and to soar and to be successful in our careers, if all of that is weighing us down, we're not able to do that. 
So spend some time really thinking about how can you declutter your digital space? Because that in itself, by releasing all of those things, it'll make a huge difference in your performance, in how you show up every day. It's crazy. And we don't even realize how much we're carrying with us everywhere we go. So those are the two big things I wanted to talk about today as far as it relates to decluttering your office. Now, to get to the challenge, what I promised from the beginning. So whenever we are struggling with actually starting the decluttering process, now you can do this either with something physical or you can do this with your digital files. For the next nine days, I challenge you to move, remove, change, do something with one thing every day for the next nine days. And then you can, after the nine days are over, use that momentum to continue on moving things around taking stuff out of your space that no longer serves you, taking stuff out of your digital space that you no longer need. Use that as a springboard to move on to the next thing. But don't, in those nine days, think about the big picture. The only thing I want you to think about in those nine days is what is the one thing that I'm going to do today? And then do it. And that way, that will allow you to get started which to me is honestly one of the hardest parts to be in is getting started. Cause once you have that momentum, it's so much easier to continue on. So that's what I want to leave you with today. And don't forget to sign up for the Facebook group. The link is going to be in the show notes, but for you again, it is success dash focused workspaces, plural, and with the Amberstan mindset. So request to join and I look forward to seeing you in there and talk to you guys next week.